don't enjoy listening to a good joke, but I am not comfortable retelling them. And so I never, and I mean never, repeat a joke. When I ran for mayor, I told the story to a group of 200 senior citizens. Ladies and gentlemen, I began, there is only one issue in this campaign, and you and I know that issue is crime. A judge I know was recently mugged, and do you know what he did? He called a press conference and said to the reporters, this mugging of me will in no way affect my decisions in matters of this kind. An elderly woman in the group, with a heavy Central European Jewish accent, rose from her seat and exclaimed, Then mug him again! The entire audience cheered, whistled, and stomped their feet. I had them in my corner, and they were mine forever. I told that story a thousand times during that campaign, which resulted in huge numbers of seniors supporting me. I don't believe the word buzz was used in the days when I decided to run for public and party office. Today, I not only use the word, but I think it's fair to say that I can create one when I enter a room. There is an expectation that I will stop and talk, and that I will say something on target that will cause the people in the room to identify with me and me with them. Perhaps a non-sequitur, and perhaps not. When recently I entered a room, a middle-aged woman said to me, They told me that you were smart but they didn't tell me that you were gorgeous. I can't top that. In politics, creating a buzz is about making a memorable entrance by not letting the crowd forget who you are and what you stand for. My most vivid memory of a public figure that best represents this was the former First Lady Jackie Kennedy Onassis. During the early 1970s, when I was a member of Congress and living and working in Washington, D.C., I was invited to a performance at the Kennedy Center. I watched with amazement how Jackie, surrounded by 50 or more photographers, walked from one side of the room to the other, having her photograph taken the whole time. This mystique she held for the public, and therefore for the media, was unique. She was the center of the room. To watch a political figure create buzz is mesmerizing. Political figures often try to create interest in themselves for obvious reasons. They want, indeed need, people to know them and their names. But fair warning. Much danger exists when embarking on a career, especially a political one, without knowing the ins and outs of good strategic buzz planning. Why? Depending on your approach, you may come across as too aggressive, too pushy, or perhaps disrespectful of others' rights. Even worse is to become a ludicrous figure, mocked or perceived as a fool. There are a number of people in public office now or in the past who are famous for popping up and getting in the picture, celebrating a political event they had little or nothing to do with. Those who become known for doing that pay an awful price, ridicule. Today, the word buzz is used to describe the commotion created by a number of well-known people when they enter a public venue. Generally speaking, creating buzz is no more than stirring the pot in order to stand out. Some folks may call it good strategic PR, Others may say that buzz is defined as common sense with heavy doses of energetic passion and keen observation. No matter what the definition, you want to become known, if possible, by both face and name. Whether you're running for public office, wishing to advance to the top of your firm, providing first-class service to your customers, or leading a group of people to help generate community activism, honesty, integrity, and ethics are essential to my version of buzz. These principles are some of the ingredients that have allowed me to maintain a very successful and long-time career in politics and the law. And I still use them today. For example, I am a proud and lifelong Democrat. 
Yet I made no secret of my choice for President of the United States during the November 2004 presidential election. My reasons were honest, open, and clear, and I was quite vocal about it. In January of 2004, I wrote in the Forward, a newspaper with a large Jewish readership, how the threat of international terrorism far outweighed my disagreement with President George W. Bush on all of the domestic issues. Indeed, I said, I did not agree with the president on a single domestic issue ranging from tax policy to prescription drugs. I was asked to speak at the Republican National Convention to both introduce Mayor Michael Bloomberg and endorse President Bush. I accepted the invitation and was cheered when I appeared. My endorsement of the president was both substantive and funny. I said, I'm Ed Koch. Applause. I know what you're thinking. What's Ed Koch doing at the Republican convention? Me, a Democratic leader in Greenwich Village?